Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CDL Podcast channel. In this episode today, going to be a mini episode. I'm just going to give my reactions to the Optic Texas news. Ghosty filling in for Illy uh, permanently on the roster. So just going to be a short mini episode, probably less than 10 minutes. Just give my thoughts on this when news this big drops. I like to just do a mini episode to just talk about my thoughts before we have to wait uh, for the podcast. So if you guys enjoy this one, be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, and drop a follow, drop a five-star review on the audio platforms if you're listening on there. Uh, if you guys are new tuning in, uh, we do a weekly podcast here. I have a co-host, Brock. When I do these mini ones, it's usually solo, but uh, when we do the podcast weekly, it usually drops Monday night around 8 o'clock central time, uh, and we do a CDL podcast every week. So if you're new tuning in, uh, I encourage you to hit the sub button, help us on our goal to 1,000 subs, and you won't be disappointed with the good CDL content we put out. Um Without further ado, I'm just going to get my thoughts on this. So obviously the news came out kind of shocking. There was uh, obviously a ton of stuff going around um, in regards to roster changes happening, like teams we wouldn't figure, like Florida, um, London, potentially teams like towards the bottom that we expected to make roster changes. Maybe a few other ones we were looking at, Seattle and then their coach basically said that they weren't going to do that. You know, basically like at least the bottom six we were thinking, obviously Boston with Methods retiring, going to have to make a change. Beans was supposed to come in and then out of nowhere, all of a sudden, Illy later in the night yesterday was announcing that he was a restricted free agent. And everybody's like, this is not a domino that we expected to see. Uh, myself included, did not expect to see Illy become a free agent. So that was a bit shocking. Um, and you guys kind of know if you're if you're a new listener, uh, first time tuning in or just haven't listened that much or haven't heard my thoughts on Illy. I'm a huge Illy stan. I kind of tweeted about it. I really think... Um, there are way too many people that see 1.2 KDs. And I'll, I'll get into this with the context of what I think about the ghosty pickup in a minute here. But um, there are way too many people that think that the only way to have an impact on a Call of Duty match is to drop a 1.2 KD or a 1.2 or better. Um, or just like some absurd stats. And while certainly it doesn't hurt to be dropping massive numbers and, you know, outslaying the opponent big time, that's not the entire uh, and the entire makeup of what makes a team successful in the CDL or in Call of Duty in general. Um, you do need players uh, that can slay. Obviously, if you're just getting dominated and outslayed every map, you're probably not going to be able to consistently win that way. But on a team like Optic Texas, you have Dashy and you have Hook and you have Shotzi guys that can really slay. And Illy is not like it's some scrub. I'm, I'm talking about him like he has like a .6 every map. Like, no, that's not the case. Usually more in the, in the .9 range for his KD. But what he brings to the team is so much more in terms of communication um, S&D prowess and just his overall knowledge of the game and in-game leadership is a big deal and can bring a lot to any team he's on. So I'm really sad to see Illy get dropped. On the other hand, I guess I somewhat understand where Optic is coming from. If I'm trying to, you know, kind of wrap my brain around it, they did try to drop Illy and Dashy uh, in the offseason. Then, you know, they obviously dropped Dashy again midseason before bringing him back. And it's just... I don't know, I guess maybe they just didn't think things were going to work out. Illy, you know, didn't have the best performance at Major 2. Um, he really had some some notable games where he struggled, including, I believe, like an 18-33 and 33 in that final hardpoint loss to LA Thieves to eliminate them in that map 4 um, to finish 4th. But I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I, I'm not saying that they're going to get better or worse. I think that they have a potential to get better because sometimes, even if you're adding a worse player to your team, sometimes... If a team is just kind of chalked, maybe the chemistry was chalked. We'll never know behind the scenes, obviously, until maybe they come out and talk about it or something. Maybe the chemistry was just off since um, trying to drop him in the offseason and things just weren't working out. So sometimes 
by downgrading a player, as long as it's not a significant downgrade, you can actually upgrade, and that sounds so stupid, I know, but like, if chemistry's chalked and you downgrade for a slightly worse player, not saying that Ghosty's a worse player than Illy, but if, if you downgrade for a slightly worse player, but the chemistry improves a lot and your teamwork improves a lot, sometimes you can get better, and we've seen cases of that in, I mean, any sport or esport or anything, it applies to, to either or, but um, it'll be interesting to see. I don't obviously know a ton about Dan Ghosty, because... I watch a lot more CDL than I do challengers. The only thing I know is I constantly have heard his name. And in my work with the CCL, he came up as um, on the radar as one of the top players in the college COD league. So it is cool also as somebody who has a lot of history working with a college called duty league, um, that somebody from that space is now in the CDL. It's, it's a pretty cool thing to see. Um, then moving on to my thoughts on Dan Ghosty, uh, I'm excited to see him in the league. Um, talk about like, Shout out to Dan Ghosty, like the come up. He he plays CCL, he starts playing Challengers, you know, starts playing with Doug, and all of a sudden his first pro team he gets picked up to actually start for, um, Optic. Like he went from, you know, the minor leagues to being on uh, the Lakers or the Yankees or something, uh, essentially, if you will, in terms of sports references there. He, he goes from basically being down in the farm system to instantly being on the premier team and a starter on the premier team. Um, probably going to be their flex, obviously, with Hook and Shotzi still running subs. Dashi kind of playing the main, although it's it's a little bit muddled in this game what exactly AR roles are. They just kind of both go. There aren't a lot of true flex positions um, and maps that are played in this game. But Dan Ghosty, he just got done dropping like a 1.3 at the Boston Challengers event. He's been frying all year. Even last year, um, when I was at the Minnesota event, I saw him frying in the pit. Um, they didn't have the longest weekend Doug and the boys got eliminated pretty quick but when I saw Ghosty playing he was he was talking a lot of trash and he was frying a lot of teams every time I look so I know this kid has a lot of talent this game apparently seems to suit him very well considering he just dropped a 1.3 across an entire land event and I believe they made a pretty deep run there so um pretty encouraging to see I'm excited to see him on the map maybe their goal was to get more slang and if that's their idea from what I know about the kid, I believe the slaying upside is probably higher than Illy because, as we said before, Illy, um, more of like that point nine, but do the dirty work and, you know, make all the plays. Uh, I don't necessarily know that he has the slaying upside, whereas Ghosty, you know, don't know if he has as much smarts on the map as Illy and, you know, knowledge of the game and in-game leadership, although I've heard his comms are very good and he's pretty vocal in-game. Um, I do believe he has a higher slaying upside. You won't be dropping constant 1.3s and top KDs at events if you didn't have a pretty high slaying upside. So maybe that's the angle that Optic's going at. That's what I would like to believe is they're trying to just get better um, with slaying upside to keep up with other teams around them. Maybe they felt like in that series with Thieves, that's where they were struggling. And, you know, Illy dropping an 18 and 33, maybe they believe they just need somebody with more slaying and they can make up for um, for his comms and leadership and SD prowess because I do believe that they have plenty of other players on their team that are very good in S&D. Uh, Dan Ghosty also, supreme trash talker. You see a lot of videos all over the timeline today of him talking trash to people, which I love. I love when people are talking trash. We need that Toronto versus Optic match on land. Scrappy versus Dan Ghosty and Sam screaming at each other. I'd like to see that. Also, the name Ghosty is pretty cold. Optic Ghosty sounds um, pretty good. And from what I've seen in like videos of him with Doug and like random videos on Twitter and stuff, he seems like pretty good personality, pretty good uh, talking on camera, which obviously is something... That bodes well if you're on Optic because you're probably going to be thrown into some content here and there. So first of all, shout out to Ghosty. That is a huge move. I mean, couldn't be happier for the kid because seems like a good dude. And um, this opportunity is a life-changing one for him. So hopefully he makes the most of it. On the other hand, for Illy, I wonder, does he maybe go to Boston? 
That kind of seems like a possibility, especially with Beans making it seem like he wasn't on a roster from what the uh, the tweets we were seeing. Beans maybe isn't actually on Boston's roster like we thought. Um, Illy could go kind of play like a main main AR role there in Boston with Awakening on the other AR and then Vivid and Nero on the subs. I like that team a lot. Um, I don't necessarily know that who's the better player between Illy and Beans. Obviously, I have a lot more knowledge on Illy as a player than Beans, seeing that Illy's been in the league for years now, and we still have yet to see Beans make his true um, league debut besides the one random match he had played at Major 1 um, when he had to sub in for Awakening. But yeah, we're going to have to see where Illy goes now. Lots more roster mania to come. If you guys enjoyed this one, be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. If you're listening on the audio platforms, drop a follow, drop a five-star review on there. That's going to do it for this one. If you like this Roster Mania talk, tune in to our podcast. Usually drops, like I said, every Monday around 8 Eastern, roughly. Brock and I record it when we get home from work and then chop it up and upload it um, to YouTube and like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any audio platform you can basically think of. But like I said, that's going to do it for this one. Um, we'll see you guys on the podcast next week, Monday, unless some more crazy stuff drops. And we have to do another emergency one over the weekend. But um, thank you guys so much for watching, and we will see you in the next podcast.